Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. To the Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. I want to get to a new void that the Denver Broncos now have to fill. They're going to have to find it, whether it's on the roster or in free agency, and that would be the right tackle position. So we'll get to that today on the podcast. Again, you can uh, check out any edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast, prior episodes of the podcast on milehighsports.com. And of course, tweet it out on my Twitter account at Ronnie K Radio. And if you like what we do, you like what we're doing, hey, message me on Twitter, uh, shoot me a DM at Ronnie K Radio, or you can, of course, uh, subscribe, hit five stars on the many different locations as you can find this podcast, whether it be Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and or Mile High Sports. Juwan James has opted out of the season, the opt-out deadline coming up, uh, I believe, on Thursday, and he has exercised that to sit out. Uh, Juwan James, of course, uh, the right tackle of the Denver Broncos, made one of the highest paid right tackles, oh, what was it, a year and a half ago? And now uh, they will not see Juwan James this year after basically not seeing him last year due to injury opting out for COVID. Now, Juwan James, uh, who is on uh, Twitter, you can follow him on Twitter at JuwanJames70. He penned a uh, letter to his followers and uh, those who follow him and said, quote, after continuous conversation with my family over the past couple of weeks about the NFL, figuring out the plan for the 2020 season, I've decided to opt out. It is tough, but the right decision. There's just too much unknown about this virus and about plans handling it going forward. My wife and I were blessed with our newborn son, May 22nd, and he's now my top priority. Although I worked all offseason and invested in my body to bounce back and have a great year on the field, it's just not worth risking the health of my loved ones. I've seen this virus already hospitalize one of my family members and hope to not have that happen again. We can't live in fear or just confine ourselves just to our homes, but we all have to make the right conscious choices and navigate through day-to-day life to protect our neighbors. Uh, he also uh, goes on to talk about the Denver community and you know his teammates. And uh, look, uh, this is a very understandable um, decision made by Juwan James. Juwan James is a player that um, you know would would have really helped that Broncos offensive line. No doubt the right tackle position just by giving them any sort of production. Now the problem is, is obviously that has been an issue with the health over the past couple of years. He isn't going to give them any production this year because of the opt-out, but I'm not also going to blame him for doing this. I would never blame any player for opting out because this is his decision. I respect it. And you know what? Uh, somebody who's seen this COVID-19 firsthand become a issue and and really affect your uh, uh, personal life and somebody, a personal friend, whether it's yourself, personal friend, teammate, uh, friend, family member, whatever may be the case, you know, you could see the, the 
the dangers of this virus. And I respect the decision made by Juwan James. Is it disappointing? I don't even know if we should have that conversation because, quite frankly, it's not the correct one to have. This is a, a human being who decided, you know what, it's not worth the risk, particularly with a family that is considered a high risk, a, a newborn child. No reason for him to play, and so I, I respect the decision made by Juwan James. Now, what does it do on the field, though, for the Denver Broncos? Certainly creates a major um, issue for them because this was a position that they were very weak at to start with. Uh, this is a Denver Broncos team that at the tackle position, quite frankly, has just been bad for the last, well, many years, quite frankly. I'm not really sure they've found a franchise tackle on either side since you could argue Ryan Clady. I mean, this is a team that had the offensive line masked by Peyton Manning. Saw that exposed when you saw quarterbacks like Trevor Simeon, Brock Osweiler, Paxton Lynch throw up on the field. Never really improved with Case Keenum. Never really improved with Joe Flacco at the quarterback position. And make no mistake, the quarterback position can improve the offensive line. But the talent there over the past couple years has just simply been a swing and miss. Russell Okung, miss. Donald Stevenson, miss. Uh, Menelik Watson, miss. And at this point in time, unfortunately, we have to say for Juwan James has been a miss for the Denver Broncos. That's a lot of money spent on a position that you have seen no ROI. And the problem is, is now that's going to rear the ugly head this year because this is a Denver Broncos team that is is going to go into the season while drastically upgraded on offense. A major, major hole at that position. And you know, Vic Fangio spoke about uh, the effects of Juwan James opting out, and in particular with Elijah Wilkinson, who's really going to be the guy to now slide over. You know, the, the anticipation was Juwan James who's going to take care of the right tackle position, and then you were going to have this, this battle and the hope that competition brews a better player, the iron sharpens iron mentality between Garrett Bowles and Elijah Wilkinson at the left tackle position. And, and Vic Fangio did speak on some positives that Elijah Wilkinson now moves over back to that right spot, that right tackle position, and maybe a good thing because that's all he's played. I mean, he played 800, 900 snaps last year between games and practices at the right tackle position. Because of the issues already that the Denver Broncos were dealing with, with health and injuries with Juwan James. So I, I guess you could say maybe there's a silver lining there to say that, well, Elijah Wilkinson maybe moves into a more comfortable position, but that doesn't mean you like the idea that Elijah Wilkinson is starting on the offensive line in general. I mean, this is a player who has been considered a depth guy for the entirety of his Denver Broncos career for a reason. Is he an upgrade over maybe any other free agent that they could find? I don't know. But certainly, they've got issues not only on the left tackle and the anticipation that Juwan James is going to come over, handle the right tackle position, and then you could find this competitive uh, you know, battle between Bowles and Wilkinson at the left tackle position. Maybe that makes Bowles a little bit better another year under Mike Munchak, and you say, okay, maybe we feel a little bit better about this offensive line, now all of a sudden, totally different. And so, look, in this COVID-19 is going to put a major effect on football teams, whether it be players sitting out, how they practice. And, you know, that's another thing. 
that uh, is really going to be affected by the Denver Broncos. This is an this is a young offense. You know, this is a young offense between Drew Locke, Philip Lindsay, even still, uh, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, the tight ends, the offensive line, Don Reisner and Lloyd Cushenberry, and uh, you can even probably throw Garrett Bowles into that mix of guys who just need more experience, more reps on the field. They're going to get less of that, and now you're talking about a major deficiency at that one position and quite frankly you could say it's on both sides so this is going to be a very interesting position to watch as we continue on through training camp and into preseason the expected you know idea that the offensive line is going to be Garibald's at the left tackle position and your interior is going to be made up Lloyd Cushenberry at as as center with Dalton Reisner, Graham Glasgow as your guards, and then Elijah Wilkinson on the right side. But then you start to think about it, it was like, well, okay, this offensive line has seen changes at, let's see, uh, basically three major positions. At the center position, one of the guards replace, replacing Ron Leary, and the, the right tackle position again now with Elijah Wilkinson being considered maybe the full-time starter. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but certainly it's going to play a factor. And then, you know, we mentioned it as this goes into training camp and preseason. Uh-oh, there is no preseason. Now you have this big issue of like, okay, we got to get these guys up to speed really, really quickly. And the offensive line is the one position on a football team that really acts like this, this, this chemistry and chain link fence that really needs to have each other's back and has to have that that chemistry to effectively move the defensive line and the pass rushers and, and act as a cohesive unit of five as opposed to, you know, they need to act as one as opposed to five individual players. And so now you talk about, okay, well, you may have some deficiencies on the edge. That's going to close up the edges. You know, could they just simply be beat on big third down plays where it's very clear they're on a passing down? Look, this is a, a AFC West that's got some really good pass rushers, not only in Los Angeles, but also in Vegas and, and in Kansas City. And so Drew Locke is going to be certainly – needing to be I think this is where Drew Locke is going to be put to the test above the shoulders because he's going to need to spot that he's going to have to start to get audibles going and moving players around to uh, kind of change how the defense is looking maybe you bring a tight end over to chip running back whatever may be the case to slow that pass rush down because you simply just can't stand back there hike the football and hope that your guys can win these one-on-one battles particularly when you're facing some big time pass rushers like they got in you know maybe Los Angeles with Bosa and Ingram those guys are winning one-on-one matchups all the time against good left and right tackles now you insert the deficiencies that Denver has at the left and right tackle position because there clearly is it's very clear it has not worked out with Garrett Bowles over this four-year span and for Elijah Wilkinson in his time that we've seen has not been good now maybe one year one more year under Mike Munchak changes this maybe another full-time year for Elijah Wilkinson gets him a little bit more comfortable but the reality is is that you're still facing some weaknesses that you're going to need to see have a major jump to improve just from bad to average in 2020 and that's a that's a tall task to ask and I, I think you're asking for something that is just not realistic in the cards right now 
this year. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And I tell you what, we've been talking about betting and DraftKings and all the things you can do with the Broncos in the 2020 season. But, of course, with DraftKings, look, there's a lot that you can do right now. Of course, the wait finally over. Golf coming up this weekend. The golfers are headed to San Francisco to tee off and compete for the crown, and there's no better way to join the action than with our friends at DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app to celebrate golf's first major of the year. DraftKings Sportsbook offering special odds and promotions all weekend long. All new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000, and here's the deal. Every day of the tournament, DraftKings Sportsbook boosting your profits by 30 Percent, You know, sometimes you hear about these different deals about, you know, 5, 10%, whatever. 30% with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. All you have to do is opt in, place a bet, head on over to the app right now, and check out all that they have to offer, including the player props, day-to-day action, and you know what? As you're watching, hole-by-hole live betting. A lot of cool stuff. It's very, very cool. And, of course, look, uh, football season is in the sights as well, too, and our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, they're rolling out season-long football pickems with Two million dollars in prizes up for grabs. Make your picks. Watch the games unfold. DraftKings Sportsbook. Safe, secure, reliable sports betting. And of course, our friends, they will allow you to deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS when you sign up for a limited time. All new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook going all out with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter that code MHS when you sign up. Of course, promo code MHS when you sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You do have to be 21 or older and in Colorado. The bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And again, promo code MHS when you sign up with our friends at DraftKings. It is terrific over there. A lot of great deals and of course a lot of great props that you can bet on, particularly with the Broncos this year. So, now we've been talking about this John James situation. What do the Denver Broncos do now as far as replacing? You know, obviously we talked about how Elijah Wilkinson immediately looks to be, uh, appear to be the front runner at the right tackle position. Do they want to dive into free agency as far as maybe picking up some outside help? On the free agency side, there's not a ton out there. You know, the the Denver Broncos have Cordy Glenn potentially on their radar, uh, an old former Bronco in Jared Valdir, who earlier this season retired, but now is is maybe kind of coming back. I, I just think you look at these options and you say, you know, there's a reason why this is a real bad time to be looking for offensive line help because, look, that's generally one of the first positions scooped up by the NFL because it's very difficult to find good offensive line help. It's very rare. You know, we talk about this with quarterbacks. It's very rare to see a good quarterback hit the the, the free agency market in general Offensive line's kind of the same way. It's generally slim pickings to start, and that's why the Never Broncos went and scooped up a quality player like Graham Glasgow very early in the free agency period within the first three days because he was one of the gems at guard, and now you know, you're basically left picking up the crumbs of what's available, and now you begin to ask yourself the question, okay, is this better than Elijah Wilkinson? I think right now, at least uh, the way I see it, that answer is no, and so you're gonna you're gonna go into the uh, essential beginning of the season with Garrett Bowles at the left tackle position, 
and Elijah Wilkinson at the right tackle position. And boy, I tell you, they cannot afford an injury of any sort to that line because they are already on life support when it comes to finding any sort of competent talent right now. I mean, you can make an argument that they really needed to replace that left tackle position this offseason. It obviously didn't happen. They do not pick up the option. And certainly, you know, for Denver, you could argue that, uh, you know, everything could come crumbling down, if you will, because of the deficiencies that you have at left and right tackle position. We always talk about the how the left tackle position, particularly for a right-handed quarterback, is so important to the offense. And that's why generally a lot of people believe it's the second most important position on the team. You know, obviously quarterback one, touching the football the most, but then protecting the quarterback. You know, there's a mantra going around in the NFL saying, hey, you got to get your quarterback, you got to protect your quarterback, and then you got to get after the quarterback in that order. And if you're the Denver Broncos, Right now, you've got your guy. You can get after the guy, but can you protect the guy? And can you protect Drew Locke in his second year? Now, I think if you are Denver, you saw some promising results from that five-game span. I know it's a small sample size, but look, and by all means, they're not the Bible, but Pro Football Focus graded out a lot of the Denver Broncos' offensive line play as somewhere in the middle ground in that five-game span, particularly Garrett Bowles improving a little bit more, the stock going up when Drew Locke entered the battlefield. Now, as far as you know, when you're on the gridiron, this is a Broncos football team that I, I don't think you're saying that the offensive line is better because Drew Locke is in. I think that's Drew Locke just amplifying their abilities, making the team uh, more of a well-structured offense, and thus you could say they're playing better, but that doesn't make them better players, if that makes sense. That's Drew Locke getting rid of the football. And you know what? I'm going to be fair. I'm going to be fair to this offensive line. I know we've crushed them a lot, but to be fair to this offensive line, what did you expect? What did you expect from this offensive line play when you trotted out in his prime Joe Flacco, right? I mean, Joe Flacco in his prime, he holds on to the football. He he held on to the football before before we got here. And now... What did you think was going to happen to this offensive line? They were not going to be able to hold up. You knew about the deficiencies. And then all of a sudden, you put Brandon Allen or Drew Locke in, and you're like, okay, this looks a little bit better. It looks doesn't it doesn't look awful, but certainly look that this could be the big this could be the squeaky wheel that brings everything down for the Denver Broncos because we've talked about it all offseason, how they, boy, the wide receiver room, so much better. The tight end room improved. The running back room improved. They look better in every way, shape, or form, but the trigger man is Drew Locke, and he is the one that makes everything go. And if the guy who you put around all this talent is now running around for the for his life because you couldn't shore up the tackle position. That could be one of the X factors of this season in potentially bringing down the entire team in this offense. And that'd be a real shame. It'd be a real shame because they put so much talent on this offensive side, and then to have the deficiencies at the tackle position bring them down could be a big, big problem it's the broncos blitz podcast you can follow me on twitter at ronnie k radio that's at r-o-n-n-i-e the letter k radio on twitter and of course 
on the podcast where we uh, multiple times per week talking Broncos and gearing up for training camp as well, too. That's going to be going here shortly. Next week is, look, when we expect things to happen. Of course, this is going to be one of those weird times where, you know, we may move practices or delay things, you know, depending on it's a week to week thing. It's a week to week situation. I, I really think it's a week to week in every aspect of our life, not only football, but certainly in uh, this situation as well to a training camp. But expected to start next week i will be at training camp giving you my thoughts we'll have podcasts from what i see from the binoculars over there at dove valley so uh, gonna be interesting to see how this team is practicing how covid changes things i will try to give you that latest and hopefully you tune in to the broncos blitz podcast and uh, continue to uh, absorb that info as we get closer and closer to week one of regular season and cross your fingers assuming we even have a week one of football so certainly going to be interesting we will continue to monitor it at milehighsports.com of course as well too and the broncos blitz podcast it's presented by DraftKings sportsbook america's top rated sportsbook app i am all done for the podcast again you can follow on twitter at ronnie k radio that's at r-o-n-n-i-e letter k radio on twitter and tune in to previous archives and future episodes of the broncos blitz podcast presented by DraftKings sportsbook america's top rated sportsbook app at milehighsports.com milehighsports.com later y'all to listen to previous versions of the broncos blitz podcast visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the broncos blitz wherever you get your podcast without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.